Hello fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello, fellow listeners. It's Mary Stone speaking to you from the screen porch. What a difference a day makes, literally. I was cross-country skiing on the yard yesterday, and uh, it is a super meltdown today. You can once again hear the water dripping from the gutters out here on the porch. Such a joy to hear back from those of you after last week's chat about personal growth with houseplants. It came with such a struggle of self-doubt, I must say, which leads to the story we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, I thought you'd get a kick out of one of the mystery vines purchased for the garden show we spoke about. It turns out it's a columnia that explodes with goldfish-like orange blooms. And as you may have guessed, the common name is goldfish plant. Isn't that fun? You can view the beauty on the Garden Dilemmas website. It is the most adorable thing. So one of the wonderful feedbacks I got was from Kevin Murphy, an associate and now a friend from Cambridge Pavers. He kindly texted encouraging words about our podcast. He wrote, Thank you for your podcast on houseplants and the garden of life. I went skiing today with my daughter and afterward went to her house for dinner. She took great joy and pride in showing me her greenhouse seedlings and her windowsill plant collection, some of which I gave her. I came home and listened to your podcast. Absolutely right on. I called Christy and suggested she check it out. Thank you for sharing and being an inspiration. Be well, Kevin. Oh, that made me feel so good because I still, I was doubting our topic even after it posted. And I wrote back to him, thank you, Kevin. Your encouragement means so much. Many memories during my life were shared with those houseplants. Grateful for the growth. Hearing about your day and Christy's plant babies brings a smile. Beautiful day, beautiful friend. And so, kind listeners, from the struggle of self-doubt came a recording by Louise Hay that helped me, and I hope it helps you too. It turned into a column titled, Love Gardening, Love Yourself, and it starts like this. Hello, fellow readers and listeners. Our chat last week about personal growth gained from houseplants inspired tending to them over the weekend as the snow pounded us sideways and the winds rallied around. I cut back decaying debris, trimmed gangly stems, and added fertilizer while watering them. It's always best to forego feeding houseplants from late fall to late winter and begin again as the growing season unfolds. Also, it's the time to go up a size, pot size that is, if your plants are root-bound, which means to tighten their pot. Most of us hope to stay the same size, but grow internally, or spiritually, in this garden of life. Bringing me to a continuum of last week's story. We spoke about the growth that came during the decades of houseplants to finding unconditional love. But it occurs to me, loving ourselves comes first. Like a flight attendant teaches during the safety drill, how can we love or help someone else unless we love ourselves? And that's not to say in an arrogant or ego sort of way, but as God, or a higher power if you prefer, intended. Loving ourselves, yes, 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 sounds easy, but it's not easy, is it? While walking Jolie, I stumbled upon a recording of Louise Hay sharing her 10 essential steps of loving yourself. 
Louise Hay is a legendary speaker and writer of How to Heal Your Life, also the title of a best-selling book. She began Hay House Publishing to market her books. She was 60 then, then began publishing others, many familiar, such as Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra. A little side note here, I dream that Hay House will publish my book someday too. Why not dream big? <laughs> So Louise shared these 10 steps, and I'm giving you a little bit of a tease that one of them has to do with starting a garden. She shared steps like stopping self-criticism, forgiving yourself, letting the past go, being kind, and supporting yourself by asking for help. But the one that stood out includes an analogy of gardening. Stop scaring yourself. Be patient and kind rather than fearful. Think of your mind as if you were a garden. You begin with a patch of dirt. You may have a lot of brambles of self-hatred and rocks of despair, anger, and worry. An old tree called fear needs to be pruned. Once you get some of these things out of the way, the soil is in good shape. You add some little seeds or plants of joy and prosperity. Her words rang so true, so I'm actually reciting what she spoke about. She goes on to say, The sun shines down on it, and you water it and give it nutrients and loving attention. At first, not much seems to be happening, but you don't stop. You keep taking care of your garden. If you are patient, the garden will grow and blossom. The same with your mind. I'll add to Louise's garden analogy to let Mother Nature do her part. You can't rush a seed to grow, though scientists genetically modify them to boost performance. And this is totally a side note that, you know, GMO plants cannot make seeds that grow into identical plants, which in itself kind of speaks for itself why you should not choose them. Instead, choose non-GMO seeds, preferably organic, to assure they are without insecticides that can impact our important pollinators. While growing a beautiful, healthy garden may take a while, and pests and diseases can drive you batty, don't throw in the trowel. Pull the weeds of self-doubt one by one. Think of it as treating yourself as you would your very best friend. It's as simple as that. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com Isn't it interesting how easy it is to be kind to those we love, friends, family, and life partners, yet we can be so hard on ourselves? Start to shift your thoughts by becoming your own best friend. And why not start a new garden, too? Using the no-till gardening method we spoke about in episode 28, titled Three Sisters No-Till Gardening, it's not as hard as you think to start a garden. Among other goodies that Patty Dole of Little Big Farm shared in that episode, she gave us steps to avoid the laborious task of removing the grass by tarping it first. Or you can take cardboard boxes, you know, flatten them out, try to get those that don't have any print or dye on them if you can manage it, and put it right on top of your turf, you know, in a sunny spot where you want your garden, or a shady garden, I suppose, and put composted soil right on top of it, add your seeds, and voila, you have an instant garden. The cardboard would disintegrate in just a few months. No tilling necessary. So jump back to that episode if you are so inclined, and start a garden. And there's another step I'd like to add to Louise Hayes' great wisdom. Take time to play. Before work yesterday, I took a jaunt on cross-country skis, debating whether to do it or not, feeling the guilt of indulging in the time. But I allowed myself and Jolie to take in the last of the season's fluff. The glorious sunshine quickly began softening the snow, and below it, 
were the magical early signs of spring peeking through the sprouting daffodils and skunk cabbage, which means the black bears are soon to emerge from their long winter's nap. The child in me felt sad that it may be the last day to ski this season, but I'm excited about the new season of growth and feel the positive energy from new beginnings. Each of us, one by one, can change the negative energy around us. Each one of us can plant seeds of love. Another little part of the ski journey I thought I could share with you. For those of you that ski know that when snow softens, it gets a little tough, it becomes sticky, and it can trip you up. But when things get sticky, don't stop playing. Just adapt, adjust, and enjoy the ride. Besides, the softening snow and the sunshine also makes it glide more slowly, so we have more time to take in the glorious scenery Mother Nature has gifted to us. Thanks so much, and thanks so much for coming by. I hope you enjoyed this story. If you did, please share it with your friends who you think may enjoy it as well so more can join us in learning and growing in this garden of life. I'd love to hear about your garden or favorite plants that have contributed to your growth too by emailing me at askmarystone at gmail.com. Thanks so much. See you next time. And meanwhile, don't forget to be your best friend. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.